0: Bridge Toll, California. Customer service
1: number. Highway miles to the gallon. Ford Focus. Thailand
0: cave rescue operation.
1: What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What a good engagement? How long give? before a wedding should I send out? How many save games the dates? are in the first series Use of NBA playoffs?
1: Use IMAP to check find email best on best other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find you were four the best. Burst. Burst. Welcome NBA
0: to the Voices of Search Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And today we're going to talk to an old friend of the program and a veteran of the SEO community. Joining us is Michelle Robbins, who is a senior director of data and analytics at Clearlink, which is a publisher focused on simplifying life's choices for everyone. Clearlink owns a portfolio of consumer facing media sites that covers everything from home security, personal finance, connected devices, and the internet, all sorts of fun things that you need for your life. So far this week, Michelle and I have talked about the problem problems with data, what you can and can't trust. We've also talked about how to deal with the pivoting landscape of SEO. When the ground is moving under your search results, you can always rely on having great content. And today we're going to continue the conversation by talking about the importance in SEO of building a brand. this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Okay, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Michelle Robbins, the Senior Director of Data and Analytics at Clearlink. Michelle, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Good to be back. Always a pleasure to have you here. Have I mentioned that yet this week? You're one of our <laughs> one of our first, one of our most popular, one of our best-liked guests. Oh, I'm
1: happy to hear that.
0: Look, and even as much as I disagree with you about data being everything, you're always welcome to come back. And I want to talk to you about something that you mentioned yesterday. We were talking about how to deal with the constantly changing landscape of SEO. And I'll paraphrase what you said, which was something to the extent of you have to have the fundamentals down. A lot of what we worry about as SEOs are the things that are tiebreakers and what really makes a difference is the basics of having great content. And a lot of that is understanding who your customers are, which gets into the importance of a brand. So tell me why brands matter so much as an SEO.
1: Brands matter because people don't only interact with your service, your business, your customers, your, your clients, service or business in search. They interact in the real world in all kinds of places and spaces. And so understanding how to be in all of those places and spaces and how to be consistent with the story that, that is being told about the brand is critically important to actually, it's important to how you appear in SEO as well. And I'll give you an example, I was working with a client that had brought uh, the agency in to do just paid search, just focus on their paid search. They already had SEO and in-house people working on other things. And they weren't seeing the number of leads they'd been seeing previously. And we had a great team doing everything they could. Client was not happy. They called me in and said, we don't know what's going on. We're doing everything we can, but nothing's improving. So I start looking at the data. And I start saying, okay, well, what else are they doing? What's changed, right? So I look. I always like, you know, we talked earlier about the importance of understanding trends, right? So I took a look at a year's worth of data and started asking some questions and noticing that the problem wasn't just with paid, even though that was our remittance. So that's kind of where we were focused on. They had lost direct traffic, which is a huge red flag for anyone. They had lost SEO traffic, social traffic, email traffic. Basically all of their traffic had gone down from all of their channels. And so I asked the client, you know, what, what are you not doing that you were doing back in January? We were dealing with them, let's say November. And they said, well, you know, we pulled all of our TV advertising once COVID hit. Oh, okay. That's significant. Oh, yeah. And we pulled all of our bus and billboards as well. I was like, okay, that's your problem. You don't have an SEO and a paid search problem. You have a brand visibility problem that, what was not understood by this brand previously was essentially that a rising tide lifts all boats. So it's not just about being successful in one channel. It's about being successful and being visible across all channels, because then that bleeds into consumer interaction in those other very specific channels.
0: Sure. But in SEO, okay, let's use the example of I was doing some out of home advertising and I was doing television advertising that was creating awareness for my brand And I understand how that would impact my paid search conversions. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. That's previsible, P R E V I S I B L E dot I O. What I don't understand is in SEO outside of branded search terms, why that makes a difference. When somebody's looking for a piece of content, are they really making the decision based on the domain or who's creating the content, or are they primarily just clicking on one of the first five links?
1: I think it's that they are making a judgment based on affinity with a given brand. And when you're presented with a list of options, let's say it's 10 different brands in a given search result. And there's one that you're like, oh, I've seen their commercials. I've seen their billboards. I'm familiar with them, even if it wasn't a branded search. So they're surfacing for non-branded terms. And then you're clicking on them because you already have familiarity it's actually just psychology
0: 101. One of the most important things that I've realized as a marketer is that you need a balance of awareness driving activities and direct response channels. And whenever you are running and evaluating things on whether it's a traffic, a direct response, some sort of performance based metric, if you don't have the awareness, you're going to be paying more on a per click or a per conversion basis. Moral of the story is awareness lowers your CPAs. It lowers your CPCs. If people are familiar positively with your brand, then they're more likely going to choose you over the direct competition. So brand building matters for SEOs because it's the reason why people are clicking on your link. Now, what do you do if you're a brand that is trying to drive an SEO strategy and you just don't have a lot of awareness? You just don't have a lot of credibility. You're a startup or you're just a brand nobody's heard of
1: you get some <laughs> i think there's a lack of appreciation for how important cross channel marketing is and how important it is not just so that you're in all the spaces where your customers are but how they all add up together and how removing one can impact another how you know you can look at your you can look at your channel split and think like look at us we're getting 80% of our channel from Google you should kind of be horrified because that means That if 80% of your your money is derived from conversions from Google and Google changes something that even impacts 20% of your traffic, that's going to be a big hit to your bottom line. So you should constantly be looking to diversify your marketing efforts and focus on branding so that you are insulated from the kinds of volatility we see in the SERPs. So, if I were an SEO in a very competitive space, there is probably no way I would agree to work with a client or on a brand who is not also investing in branding, who is really relying just on SEO. And organic traffic.
0: I think that's incredibly important. I, I understand in some media businesses where SEO is the focus, and you would probably understand this better than I would considering your current role, you're, you're working in consumer facing media. And look, I consume a lot of content from brands that I don't necessarily know, googling something, but they have to have a good understanding, it has to be very clear from the jump, that they have an answer to a specific question that I'm trying to reach. There has to be some customer intent that's there as well. When you are working in a media business, when since you are working in a media business at Clearlink, you know, when somebody maybe isn't familiar with your brand, how do you make a connection to the consumer if they don't just have that, you know, Nike, Coke, Apple type you know, awareness of who you are?
1: Well, I mean, that's where brand building comes in, right? And so that's where you're active in, it, again, it's identifying, okay, who are, who are our customers and where do they interact? Where do we need to meet them? Is that on Twitch? Is it on Snap? Is it on Twitter? Is it on LinkedIn? Is it on Facebook? Is it all of those places, right? Is it on Discord? Should we have a really, really active and really, should we really focus on, on YouTube, right? Should we have a podcast? all of those things, you should understand what the value to your customer is first and foremost of you participating in those spaces. And you have to bring value. So you can't just show up and be like, we're a brand, love us. It's not about that. It's it's actually about making meaningful connections. And I think it's easier to make connections in some channels that are not SEO based, right? (laughs) You know, it's hard to make a connection in the search result. You really the work is in getting to surface in that result so you can drive them to wherever it is that you are making the connection, right? Where you capture them and can connect. But there's a lot of work to be done, a lot of channels that brands just aren't doing.
0: Yeah. I think very rarely does somebody have brand affinity based on a search result. I think often people have brand affinity based on the content that you're delivering to them, right? Somebody.
1: Sure. But if they've never encountered your content this goes back to the, I saw a billboard. I'd never heard of this brand, but I saw this billboard that's like, oh, this is familiar to me. It's just a sense of the familiarity. You may not even remember the name. I'll give you an example. I see this billboard around LA a lot. It's so ridiculous, but it's this uh, attorney or personal injury attorney, right? And his name is Sweet James. And so it's sweetjames.com. And I'm just like, does anybody actually hire an attorney with like Sweet James as the name? But I'm going to guess they do.
0: I'm going to go on record as saying I'm sure that they do. That's why that billboard is still there because otherwise those things are expensive. He'd be out of business. I think about brand building as it's related to search. I think of the company or the website Healthline where I have gone and searched for health related queries and found information from that site multiple times that I found to be more valuable than its competitors. Everything on WebMD, in my opinion, leads to cancer, right? <laughs> Every time I've got a cold, it's like, ah, hey, you, you might have pancreatic cancer or something like that. And Healthline seems to be a little bit more solution-oriented to the specific problem that I'm researching. So now I have brand affinity with that company. I found them through search. The website and the content built that brand. It is possible to do that through search and through your content, it might be a little bit easier through some of the other marketing channels that you have, some of the more awareness driving and brand building channels as well. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Michelle Robbins, the Senior Director of Data and Analytics at Clearlink. If you'd like to get in touch with Michelle, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Michelle Robbins, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-O-B-B-I-N-S. Or you could visit her company's website, which is clearlink.com.